0: Hi and welcome to Absolutely Golden Podcast. I'm Josie and
1: I'm Claire, and every week we explore a variety of different topics. From matters of the heart to home organization, health and well-being to parenthood. We hope you will
0: join us every week to bring sunshine and smiles, positivity and passion to
1: your week. And now, for this week's show. Oh hello, Josie Tate, you're all right, darling? Hello, Mrs Elsie. Oh, ha- yes, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. This week we are talking about personal safety and feeling safe and, you know, both as women and just generally, you know, sort of uh, safety mm-hmm. in our society. Um, I think, certainly from my point of view, this has all been brought home a little bit by the horrific murder of Sarah Everard and how mm. that has just sort of suddenly brought you know the fact that lots and lots of women don't feel safe walking around or you know coming home from work or doing any of those things where this is just you know it's 2021 there's mm-hmm. just there is no excuse for this anymore this has got to stop and i think you know whether or not you agreed with the protest and and how that went down with the police in london um you know there's there's a lot of controversy about that um but it sparked women to make their voices heard again um, in the same way that I think I, th- I think lockdown has really impassioned people. So if you look at all the things that people yeah. have spoken out about in, in lockdown, I do think that lockdown has had a part to play. But her murder was just so senseless and so awful. And the fact that it was yeah. by somebody that she should have been able to turn to trust. for help and trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody that was trusted. Um, it, it's, it sparked this conversation in women about about whether or not they do feel safe. Do you feel, for the most part, do you feel safe? Have you been in situations where you have felt incredibly unsafe?
0: Yeah, I've felt incredibly unsafe at times, but I would say generally, you know, a good 80, 90% of the time I do feel safe. There's just certain situations where um, I find myself in, where I don't feel safe.
1: And let's touch just a little bit on this male-female aspect. Now, Mm. with all the protests and things that have gone on, a lot of men have come out and gone, yeah, but we're not all like that. And it's like, yes, absolutely, of course you're not all like that, but the statistics don't lie. So in the times that you have felt unsafe, have have you felt in any way unsafe because of behaviour by a woman? Or do you see what I mean? Have you ever felt threatened from a male presence as it were, do you know what I mean I'm trying to find the right words but
0: yeah um so I mean it's th- the the life that we work in as in um singing in pubs at very late at night and then having to um you know pack the car up even just walking to the car mm-hmm. um you know it there's it's dominated by men around that time because they they hang on and <laughs> they to the bar sometimes they do yeah and so it, it it is men at that time um there has there has been the odd occasion where there has been um, some some women as well um, that have not made me feel very safe because they have just been so induced with alcohol mm. um and they they get and they're getting quite rowdy so those situations, Uh, I feel really uncomfortable in and then you just feel a little bit sort of not
1: I'm not I don't feel at ease with this yeah um yeah I I I think in the situations that you know I'm glad you touched upon it because one of the main reasons that I don't and stopped doing solo gigs was because of this because I was tired of feeling unsafe or threatened or that I needed somebody to walk me to my car and I'm like I mm. I'm like the epitome of like no I don't need any help you know <laughs> fine I can do it myself and that's I, that's just who I am that's not likely to change anytime soon but I started to feel really pressured by other people and I've had several encounters where I was like I ended up hiding in the toilet one one gig where in, in between every break and I had to take three breaks I was doing three 45 minute sets and between each break I literally went and stood in the toilet because I yeah, felt so good threatened by this one chap who just mm stood behind my mic stand and stared at me for the entire gig. And it was really unnerving. I'm like, what do you want? But if you say, what do you want? That comes across as aggressive. And, you know, I mean, this is 10 years ago. So probably now I would be like, mate, what's your beef? (laughs) You know, Leave me alone. What are you hoping to achieve here? Um, Or I would have called upon the landlord. And do you remember that gig that we did? And I won't mention the name of the pub, but we did a gig where a woman was being we were really both very uncomfortable with how she was being treated by her chap. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, yeah, yes, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that wasn't actually that long ago.
1: No, it wasn't, yeah, it was um, a very, and at that point, we knew the landlord, didn't we? And I kept looking mm-hmm. at him and going, you need, Making to, eyes. You need to get over it because he he was horrendous, wasn't he? And, he
0: was, and, it, it... and we could see and feel the fear in that lady as well, couldn't we? Mm. It, I think you you do pick up on certain atm- atmospheres between people, can't you? I mean, you know, you can you can sometimes see sexual or feel sexual tension between people, and, and you can feel aggression between yeah. a couple of people. You can you can just feel these things, can't you? And we could certainly feel that was awful. This but was not
1: right. I felt unsafe in that situation not because i was the one where this obvious mm. anger was being directed but i thought i could end up with a mic in the face at any moment because it felt like it was going to kick off and mm. even that is not okay
0: you, know, you feel should, like
1: that didn't it, it you know mm. you shouldn't have to be worrying about it so why should we have to worry about it there has to be an accountability i think for I hate, I don't want to say men's behaviour because I don't want people to go, it's not all men. I know it's not all men. Okay, so if if your knee-jerk reaction is to say it's not all men, I know that, but the stats don't lie, okay? So if we look at the statistics, 9 out of 10 killers are men. That was um, in the past decade. 9 out of 10 um, convicted murderers. 57% of female... Shocked about that, actually. Yeah, 57% of female victims are killed by somebody they know compared to 39% of men. Wow. Um, which is an interesting statistic. In the air, en- uh, sorry, in the year ending March 2020, the Office of National Statistics estimate 4.9 million women had been the victim of sexual assault. 4.9 million women in a year, Ooh. and that was the year ending March 2020. So as we went into lockdown, and and I don't even want to get started on what the statistics are when it comes to what's happened to women who are and men actually any sort of violence in domestic abuse situations during mm. lockdown they have been the most oh, r- gosh, horrendous yeah. stories um of people you know I, I i listened to one woman interviewed and she was saying that basically when the lockdown happened and they sat there together um as a couple watching the briefing and boris johnson said this is what's going to happen and he looked at her and he went mm-hmm. now it's now the fun starts and looked at her and said that. <gasps> and oh it was Oh my goodness. And me. then basically she was just subject to because no one could go anywhere so it didn't matter if she had bruises on her face because no one was going to ask. No. Isn't that horrific? Oh my gosh. Um, That's chilling. It is chilling. Um and 98.5% of the rapists are men. So there has to be some sort of accountability for men. Now, if you are the loveliest chap in the world and you would never dream of it, which most people are, 98.5% of of rapists are men. Does not mean 98.5% of men are going to rape, does it? That's that's not what anyone's saying, but the stats are there. Um, So Mm -hmm. what can we do to improve the problem?
0: Well, I think, um, you know, a lot of it... Oh, gosh! this is really hard, isn't it? because you know, you yeah. can easily offend yeah, um, yeah, we're trying
1: not to, but we're just having a conversation, and it's you know so this is what we always do isn't it? we're not uh, yeah, we're not preaching, yeah. we're just having a conversation and and i yeah, I, just... I
0: mean bringing up um you know children to to like in a in a good way it, i mean is that it, i think that would help obviously um on a note, but parenting is it's hard isn't it
1: yeah it's got to be a part and of I, it though hasn't it in terms of raising if, children that are aware yeah, of the problem yeah. in the first place because if they're not aware then no. how can they know so i think you know as a man listening to this podcast he might feel a little bit put upon and I'm absolutely not trying to do that but as a man listening to this podcast I would hope that they would say there's a woman walking alone at midnight I won't walk up right behind her yeah I will cross the road I will walk the other side I will do everything I can to make that woman not feel intimidated and not feel safe now if we taught our kids that from a really young age and respect respect for other people but it's it's got to start young hasn't it and then it becomes just a part of their
0: it just becomes natural, doesn't yeah. it? You know, it goes back to even with uh, what we've been saying about coming out of lockdown, where everybody needs to take responsibility for themselves. And it's it goes with this as well. People should just take responsibility for themselves and then, you know, everything will just go along nicely, surely.
1: I'm sure it will, <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. I, think...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, I, I think... Um, i think alcohol can be a little bit of a devil absolutely absolutely and, it can. um because people find themselves in situations where they don't necessarily want to be and and people's know, personality it, changes don't they, they? they it does it does i don't care what anyone says but it does do you remember the time we
1: did that gig and that woman came up and licked my face yeah I do interesting conversations I'm- because we all sort of laughed i mean and now I wouldn't have had that i would mm-hmm. I, I honestly i think my i think I've changed a lot in the last few years in terms of just sort of it was it was a good while ago, wasn't it but i i mm-hmm. i I wouldn't have that now I would have said something now i mm-hmm. think and because it, what the thing that struck me more than anything was that that was a woman, and it was very obviously a sexual thing as well it wasn't you know it it wasn't hard to tell and um and if a bloke had done that, everyone would have been outraged. But a woman did it and everyone thought it was hilarious, mm. including us.
0: Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was gross
1: and it was unasked for. Well, it but sort if... of,
0: yeah, if it was sort of took, took us by surprise, really, didn't it? Yeah,
1: but it was like our immediate thing was to go, oh my God, and sort of laugh about it. But if a bloke had done that, it would have felt very different. Mm. And that's not fair. <laughs> so to stick up for the guys, that's not no. okay, is it? Um, But, you know, talking back about, um, you know, starting it young and and showing respect, there was an incident um, not that long ago where I was in a shop queuing, as you do these days, um, and the child and mother in front of me, now this child was old enough to know better, frankly, was behaving like a total brat. Um, And they all have off days, don't get me wrong, but I would have guessed probably about 10 years old, this kid, Mm -hmm. um, in school uniform, um, but so I could tell which school it was. <laughs> so that would put him around that age, I think. Um, and he wanted sweets and she was having none of it. And he'd obviously not been having a great day. And, and she was like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna cave on this. You're not, you're not having them, you don't deserve them, uh, put them back. And he refused to put them back. So she then took the sweets off this child and he turned and shoved her across the store um almost almost into me um and I was like it was awful because it was like a social distancing if that hadn't existed I would have caught the woman um and I was like oh my god are you okay and she was like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and she was so apologetic and I was like don't apologize you don't got anything to apologize for there was like an audible gasp around the store and everyone went oh you know and Mm. and she was just like and she said to me she said this is this is all his dad and I was just like what does that mean that could mean one of two things I'm not going to go into graphic detail about what those two things are but you know you can figure it out and I just thought god if he's doing that now whatever is he going to be like at 16 or 18 or 20 yeah or 40 and and where Mm -hmm. is he learning this behavior from so you know I always think you know go back to those those parenting days of, of father's treating their women (laughs) or their wives or you know the mothers of their children with the same level of respect that they would want their daughters to get when they're in a relationship that's how I always Mm -hmm. think about it
0: so yeah it's it's a difficult one treat people how you wish to be treated exactly how hard is that (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) how I was brought up and you know it sticks really sticks with me and I've always brought mine up to to keep that in mind as well you know
1: you're right josie it's very basic isn't it be nice to people
0: (laughs) it's nice to be nice
1: nice but don't you feel like
0: it's it's the same with
1: porn
0: isn't it it's like the kids are watching so much porn
1: that's a terrifying statistic
0: because they've got They've got it at their hands. Mm. This is the trouble. They've got the world in their hands. The minute you give a child a phone, they've literally got the world in their hands, haven't they? Yeah. And they're showing their friends and stuff like that. And they think that that is how, uh, you know, a sexual relationship is. Mm. And it's you know yes you can be naughty and things like that but you go <laughs> you know there, there's a there's a limit isn't there there's um, a line
1: yeah absolutely and and yeah there, there's the biggest thing of you know, I'm not for or against it to be honest I don't really care do what you like but uh the statistics on on stuff like this are quite shocking in the fact that the more you watch of it the more you need of it in order to sort of do mm. what needs to be done <laughs> in order not to be willy-nilly. Um, and it will then get progressively, you know, more and more, they will need more and more sort of hardcore sort of images in order to actually feel anything. And then men, these boys are then going on to have relationships with women. And they're like, oh, this isn't how it goes. What do you mean yeah. you don't want me to do that? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, and I think we've also got this other issue is is that, you know, I mean, the the, the term consent didn't even sort of existed it in our day and age I, I don't ever remember this and and I was talking to somebody about this the other day and they were sort of saying well you know it's sort of getting to the point where I think you know guys might be sort of thinking well Christ you know do I need to have some sort of written contract before this thing happens now um, and I'm like well no because surely if you're both into it it should be fairly obvious that you're both into it right yes
0: yeah and it would just naturally flow yeah
1: whereas I, I think I don't know whether I mean I, I wouldn't know because I'm not a a 20 year old having a relationship now. So please do let us know. But is this even a thing? Or is it something that is, you know, being stirred up by the media and all these sorts of things? I mean, like I say, I, I would mm. have thought it would have been fairly obvious. But, you know, you couldn't, and not until fairly recently, that rape was even a thing. It wasn't even legal if you were married. You couldn't accuse your husband of raping you because you were married. That's not that long since that law was brought in that, that men can rape their wife. Isn't that awful? It was it, like, I, it was assumed. I've got no words. I know, exactly. But you're right, it's, it, they're exposed to so much, so young. Um, and the example of that child shoving his mother like that is just firstly like, that's your mum. You, you, whether you get on whether you don't regardless that's that's your mum that's your mum
0: i think respect is is dwindling isn't it and i you know you're you'd always think oh it's such an old person's thing to say there's no respect but there is no respect kids aren't
1: frightened of like police anymore
0: no i nearly my kid is actually she's absolutely
1: terrified but majority there'd
0: be Frightened to get told off in any shape or form. That it's not, it's not a comfortable thing with them. But some, some kids, they just don't care. No,
1: I find that um, the same with um, with the pot smoking. They just don't care. They just do it anywhere. Yes. Yeah, and it's like I can smell that. No, it's literally like we've got this. <laughs> this like... one house quite near where we live, and we quite often take the dog for his evening stroll. You know go and empty the dog that walk in the evening um, yeah. and we walk past this certain house and we, we tend to sort of remark very loudly it's like does anyone, anyone got any Mars bars I suddenly feel really hungry <laughs> it's just <laughs> unbelievable and then and it's so brazen um, and, and, that, and that doesn't make me feel unsafe in any way but I do wonder whether I'd feel the same if every house on the street was then doing it because mm. there's always a couple of houses isn't there where they're like you know teenagers leaning out the window and and doing that but I don't know it's this whole thing then goes on and you sort of think well you know like I say if everyone in the street was doing that would you then start to feel a little bit more unsafe in your neighborhood are you happy to walk around at night Josie does it does it worry you?
0: Um if not, you need to I'm not really hap- I'm not really too happy to walk around at night um if 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 I have had to then my phone is firmly in my hand like ready to phone um, the fastest person I can think of. <laughs> yeah. um, what I don't like is um, that they've turned a lot of street lights off, and I know this is to save money. I've, what, I've read that there's twenty seven thousand street lights remain off to save money, but the street lights make you feel safer. And there was another discussion that um, street lights make you more um, exposed. Mm. So you are then seen and whatnot, and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that. I just, I just see because I think things happen in the dark.
1: <laughs> I would much rather have street lights on. Um, yeah, our, our particular road has has its lights off at night now, um, and if you get in, I think they go off at like one. Or something like that. So if you are, yeah. you know, some, I think they just sort of go, oh, it's one o'clock, everyone's asleep. Well, no, actually, because yeah, no. loads and loads of people don't work nine Night to five shift. jobs, and yeah. exactly, and they are coming home. And I, I, I don't feel unsafe where we live. Um, I have to say, I don't, I don't feel that we're sort of quite tucked away, and I don't feel unsafe. But I hate, I hate not having the lights on, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't think I was okay to go for a little walk now. I don't, I don't. Like I walk the dog in the evening, but the the street lights are on. If they weren't, no, Mm. I don't think I would be comfortable doing that. And I don't. But going
0: back to the dog walking, Claire, you've got—I mean, you you, you, have—you—you—you carry like safety things on you. So I do, and I know that's so because you don't feel safe with yes. um all the dog pinching going on well yes that's i mean that that's a must separate... make you feel unsafe
1: it does but... absolutely um where i took Dougal for a walk today there was an attempted dog napping on that very place where i was walking this morning um about two months ago um, and it does make me nervous and it does mean that in my pockets i've got um uh, an alarm and i've got a an intruder spray now you can't buy mace or pepper spray in this country it's illegal and probably rightly so because people would use it as a weapon so that's why you can't do it um but i have a an attack yeah. spray in my pocket which is basically sprays of paint out um and it will mark the person so if you've got them in the face that would stay on their face for two days um which is the, the idea of that is that you can't just go home and wash it off you are then sort of branded as it were but largely josie it yeah. just pisses me off It just pisses me off that I have had to go out and spend fifteen quid, and we've got our lovely, um, you know, dog walking security leads that we got from Naomi. But it just generally, I just makes me really angry that I have to do this because people can't think, oh, I'll go and make an honest living. They just think that's okay to just take. Um, And yeah, so yes, it does. It does impact my day to day life in that respect. But that is yeah more. But again,
0: if they those dog pinchers, if they. If they just took responsibility for themselves,
1: and, yeah, you go know, and get a and... proper job. Yeah, like the rest of us, in order to buy the bloody dog in the first place. <laughs> so, yeah, you total gits! I, oh, I makes me so angry, and it yeah. just makes me angry the the greed that is occurring with the the breeding prices and all. It's just it started off as a, a means to an end because they couldn't get the dogs to they couldn't get the dogs to the bitches uh, so it was a a supply and demand problem because they weren't allowed to travel yeah. during lockdown but now there's no mm. excuse for that anymore that's just we've no. just gone into that oh well now a dog costs three grand so that's what mm. it costs and frankly Uh, it boils my piss just a little bit (laughs) because i'm like well you haven't got that excuse anymore and actually Mm. what you're doing is endangering all those dogs and these people going oh i'm breeding these dogs and it's like yeah yeah but you're also contributing to the problem by charging four thousand pound for a puppy so that's right pack it in because until those prices go down we all have to wander around like this feeling unsafe and it's just not okay that's like a raving rant before i've even got there isn't (laughs) it yes (laughs) <laughs> I could probably talk non-stop without taking a breath for about 2 hours on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you find like um when you when you're in the car um you lock yourself in the car?
1: Oh yeah, my car locks yeah. automatically anyway. Um I went on a when I was 17 and I just started driving. Um I went on a sort of safety course with my mum,
0: uh, right. held
1: by Ford. At buses in Norwich um, and we oh, went on this thing and they told us lots of things and they've always stuck with me actually really interesting sort of just little safety tidbits and things like that, mm-hmm. and that and one of the things was you know um, lock your car, a friend of mine on the way back from a gig once she lived right in the city centre and she was driving down uh, Prince of Wales Road which is in Norwich the club is central, that's where the clubs are and mm-hmm. she stopped at the one of the highest She um, she stopped at the lights um, of which there are 45,000 lights on that particular stretch of 200 metres of road. <laughs> there, there is, isn't there? It's literally like, <laughs> you, you might as well just get out and walk. It's quicker. Um, anyway, she stopped at the lights and someone got in her car because they were like, car, oh, give us a lift, darling. And I've had that before on the way home from gigs. I had a chap once on after a, a wedding Gig, say I will give you 40 quid to take me home I only live in Norwich oh and I'm gosh. like yes yes I'm going it's to do not that
0: point I'm going be to be an axe murderer I know I'm going to do <laughs> that aren't I drunken stranger and
1: I actually said yeah. that to him I was like yes mate of course I'll do that and he's like really I was like no <laughs> i don't know who you are and i want to go home i've finished work <laughs> i'm done i'm glad you've had a nice evening call a cab um which i am not but yeah she she's literally had a guy get in her car and she just screamed until he got out basically and I, so oh, i always Frankie. do lock my my doors when i get in but um it sort of made me i, I think as a 17 year old i was thinking oh but what if there's a, an accident and i can't get out um, and they said that, well, the likelihood of that is less than the likelihood of somebody reaching in and stealing your handbag off mm. your off your passenger um, mm. chair. So, yeah, it's uh, largely it just it, it bugs me that we should have to worry about it. We shouldn't have to be told after the Sarah Everard case. It yeah. was it was rumoured and I'm going to say rumoured because the police deny this. Um, so who's telling the truth, I don't know. But the local residents around where she was taken from were Mm -hmm. saying that the police were going door-to-door, saying, don't go out, it's not safe. Oh, really? That's not okay. That's not okay. Because you shouldn't be told, this is the problem, the problem is this, therefore you have to change your life. No, the problem is this, so fix the problem. Um, And I know that, you know, in that situation, they were looking, it was sort of a manhunt situation, wasn't it? But, you know, the same thing happened in the Jack the Ripper times when he was going around killing all these people they were like women are not allowed out they almost had a curfew had a curfew on the women to say you have to be in by this time No, surely if the problem is the man the men have to be (laughs) in by this time problem solved women are out (laughs) having a lovely time drinking prosecco (laughs) 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 not a laughing matter really but you know no
0: no no well we we try and like make light of of
1: what, whatever subject we are choosing. Yes, yeah, done with humor, it's, but it's it, it's not okay to say this is the issue, therefore you all have to stay yeah. in. No. Um and and I think largely women are just getting fed up with it of having to worry about should we we be you know walking with keys bundled in our hands in case we have to fight back? Yeah, not okay. Have you Well, ever-
0: I I always keep my house key and um home key house key and car key separately. Do you? They, sh- they shouldn't be they shouldn't be on the same thing oh I didn't know that
1: but they, there was a thing where they were saying that you should walk you know like if you're walking at night and you have your keys so that the keys are sort of sticking through the fingers so in case you need to you can lash out mm. but then the advice now has changed on that and said you're more likely to hurt yourself than you are them yeah um, by doing that but
0: I, f- I find like hearing that kind of thing and even discussing it really that makes me feel more unsafe Mm. because uh, I'm then becoming like oh well should I be should I be like that whereas I've always been quite a little free spirit and Mm. sort of la-di-da-di-da walking down the street (laughs)
1: Yeah, no. happily
0: and then you know because you sort of be, you you can easily become oblivious to this kind of thing but sure. then all of a sudden when you start talking about it you think whoa actually yeah maybe I'm setting myself up for a, a, a
1: target I think it's, it's difficult isn't it because we live in a an, you know in Norfolk which is quite little and quite safe and always has felt quite friendly and everything else but I think I would feel very differently if I lived in the centre of London I'm not sure that I would want to get on Agreed. tube trains and things like that late at night um and particularly in the wake of things like this where everyone's just a bit heightened and stirred up by Mm. it so um I think I think what you said at the end that you know sums it up quite nicely Josie is that you know if everyone just took a bit of responsibility for their own behavior men can make women feel more safe by very little effort of their own you know doing so if everyone just you know did that and and said I'm going to do this to try and improve the situation. It's it's half an hour. It's raving rant time. Crazy how Ooh, quickly here it goes, go. isn't it? Raving rant is... In fact, today just feels like one massive raving rant, doesn't it? I do apologise. Um, my, my raving rant is, is the, you know, it's not okay to just dismiss this problem as none of your business. it's like, oh, well, I'm fine. I don't do anything wrong. And I'm not, but it's not, it's not a case of, well, I'm not okay. It needs everyone to get involved. So my raving rant is the people that just go, well, this is nothing to do with me because it is, it's to do with everyone. And if you are thinking that way, then, you know, you might be like, well, how would you like your daughter to feel walking alone at night and try and look at it like that? Or your mum, you know, we should all be in a situation to take responsibility. So yeah, it's that just because you're okay doesn't mean other people are, so we all need to be in it together to fix it. And your quotey for the week. Her name is Josie, and she's super fun. She's sweeter than a sticky bun. Make smiley, making us think. Hmm. We're the beautiful quotey every week. Hey.
0: <laughs> we all need somewhere where we feel safe. Lush. Where's your safe place? my safe place yeah. it always used to be the top of my wardrobe
1: <laughs> i don't go i was sort of thinking <laughs> you might say oh i the bottom of my garden in a, on a bench <laughs> the top of my wardrobe <laughs> of course it is <laughs> Is that like where you used to go when you were a little kid and you felt scared? Yeah. Oh, that's adorable.
0: Always up there.
1: Bless your heart. I've said it again. Bless your heart. It's my safe I mean. place now is in my husband's arms. Oh, that's lush. Yeah, well, he's pretty burly and he'll look after you. It and when he's arms. not there, I'm pretty burly and I'll look after you.
0: <laughs> Do you know what, mate? I, I, I honestly feel safe when I'm in your company. I think when when we're together on on our gig nights and stuff i do i do
1: feel safe with you oh that's nice that's good to know i'm not sure that i i feel safe myself but i think a lot of it is bravado or anything if you come across quite confident and years of doing those gigs alone you you sort of learn how to handle yourself i think in there's a situation so i think you can well
0: i th- i think um i uh, i think as as a team i think we could we're we're all right aren't yeah we?
1: quite right fake it till you make it as well I mean I think if you wander around looking like a little timid mouse you know you you do end up sort of getting into a situation where you could brandage yourself with the victim stamp whereas if you come across quite confident and quite self-affirmed and you know like stand up straight and you know look people in the eye then there's quite They're a head. less
0: likely to pick
1: yeah mm.
0: it's a bit like bullying really isn't it in a way essentially bullies, that's exactly what do, this is they isn't they do it do yeah you're right it's, it's, it's they like they prey on the mm. on the weak.
1: yeah oh you know so be strong ladies and gents you do your bit too let's work at it as a team and then we can hopefully make everyone feel safe doing what they're doing yes lovely lovely to talk to you and thank you for listening
0: peoples indeed Ah, thanks for joining us this week, guys. Pop
1: over to our website at absolutelygoldenpodcast.com. Please feel free to rate and review and follow us on our socials. So that's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and our Facebook community group, which is Absolutely Golden Bonus Bits. And tune in next week for another Absolutely Golden episode. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. (laughs)